0: Parker, can you see us? I can. It's very festive. I love it. Okay, good, good. So then we'll we'll do yeah. that. So, uh, yeah, welcome back to the show, uh, co co-founder Brian Parker. <laughs> what's Yo,
1: up, what's up? What's up, guys? OG. What's yeah. happening,
2: man? Um,
1: it was like Christmas cookie massacre this morning, so I got like fucking frosting all over me. Fucking the kid ate about seventeen cookies already. So.
2: I like that. I like we get that. done that. this time of year when they're young, man. Yeah, so, love
0: it. Yep. Um, so yeah, today we're going to talk about our favorite rock <laughs> rock albums uh, of the year. So, um, yeah, man, let's do it. Uh, Parker, since it's been a minute since we've heard from you, um, you have ten albums. Do you have anything that you wanted to honorable mention? Uh,
1: you know what it was with with this year. I just kind of. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I'm a peanut butter and jelly man. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to stick to the basics. I'm not going to kind of look for this newer band. I do have two bands on here that I never really checked out. Sure. That made it, which were pretty cool. But uh, so honorable not, mention. Nah, not really. Not really.
0: All right. So Langan, yeah. I, I know you're like me and you have like probably like 200. Um,
2: yeah, I put some up on the on the Facebook Group, there was this band, new band Guapa, uh, now called Myriad, which is basically picture singing for like a metal band. Um, Devin Townsend's Light Work, Devin Townsend continues one of the most underrated musicians on the planet. I think he's got the, and I've said it before like you got Freddie Mercury's and all that stuff. This guy's got one of the best voices on the planet as far as range. If you don't believe me, watch some of his YouTube videos.
0: And um, not not to mention, one uh, of the tempers, he had one of yeah. the best skullets
2: yeah it was a fine yes. skull yes yeah. he's committed to the full skull now yeah but uh back, i mean
0: back then he Stra- is a scary talent what strapping, young, strapping lad. young
2: lad yeah yeah his his solo work uh gets a little more melodic and stuff showcases you know the heavy side and the lighter side but uh, he's such a scary talent uh tempers new meaning kind of like a, a dark wave band i believe they're out of new york um Boy God's Synchro Anarchy, great comeback album for them. Sounds exactly like their classic tone. Um, surprisingly, some country-ish albums that caught my ear this year, which I never thought that would be a thing, but some people really bring them back, a throwback Americana kind of sound, Nicky Lane's Denim and Diamond. Um, and if you if you know Matt Vale or whatever, I, he posted a great list on Facebook. Um uh, I know you know him, obviously, but somebody listening, uh, of 10 great albums in that vein that came out this year. And an honorable, because I usually, people I know, I usually don't put them in my other things because I feel like biased, but maybe he's uh, ultra violent.
0: Who's ultra violent?
2: Cultural violence.
0: Oh, oh, Extinction. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yo, uh, shout out to Extinction AD. Who are really great year. I mean, like for sure, and they—they're just you know they grinded so hard, and I feel like they're really finally doing it. Um, And yeah, man, yeah, love Rick. They're getting on
2: some good shows. They're on the cusp of something. uh, Yeah, cusp of something. They got think. Yep.
0: Um, Okay, so I have a bunch of honorable mentions here. Um, This was a strange year for me because a lot of the bands that I really liked, a lot of the OGs, put out albums. That happened to be like their not best albums, you know, but some of my favorites, definitely, um, you know, like uh, like the Pixies, Arcade Fire. These bands like put out albums and it was good, but it wasn't like their best material. So I'm just going to rattle um, my honorables off that I think were really good. Anthony Green's solo record, Boom Done. Very good. Uh, the new crosses. It's only six songs, but it's uh, it's it's great. You know, they are like the the first few songs really catch you. Uh, that's Chino and and Sean uh, Chino from the Deftones and Sean Lopez from Far, uh, a band that I stumbled across because you you talked about them always. Always put out a, a record called Blue Rev, which was uh, it sounds like um Camera Obscura, but a little bit more shoegazy. Uh, Mike Scandato Scandato mentioned this band Summerlands and they put out a record called Dream Killer and when I tell you this Mm -hmm. like you watch these videos and hear these songs it literally like you're in 1988 again but it's it's not like cheesy it's not contrived Mm -hmm. it's very genuine Um, the
2: that that's the thing I like about them You hit me to them. I'm sorry if I'm lagging or whatever, but interrupted. But like, they don't sound like they're paying tribute to whatever. It sounds like a record that was made in that time. Like, no irony, you know. Like it could have came out in early '80s.
0: Yeah, Parker. I don't know if you know them, but I'll I'll send you the link. It's it's really cool, man. Like really cool. Like awesome '80s 80s metal. Um, I like that. The Mars Volta put out their best album in a very long time, and. The, they're all three and a half minute songs and it's just like it's so good. It blew me away. Uh Band of Horses put out a really good fucking album, probably their best since like their second for me. Um the singer of Pinback and and John Reese from uh, you know, um uh fuck man. <laughs> oh, Drive Like J U and, and Rocket from the Crypt put out a record under the name Plosives. And it's really good, man. Really good. Uh, really good. Just like rock and roll stuff. Arcade Fire put out We, uh, Pixie's new album, um, the Lizzo album. She came back with, with her second album that's just as good as the first. Um, Super Chunk, you know, once again, mentioning older OG bands that put out records. That weren't as good as their later, uh, you know, uh, the stuff they put out. But Superchunk put out an album called "Wild Loneliness," which was a little bit more mellow. So it's the Pixies' album, very mellow. Um, and then last is a band that just missed making the top ten, Drug Church uh, put out a record called "Hygiene." Very interesting band. Um, they, it's like this explosion of sound um, that you know you either get or you don't. But it's it's a very unique style of hardcore so drug church is is the last honorable mention for me um so let's do it top 10 albums of 2022 parker give me your number 10.
1: all right so this was one band that i never really heard of i figured i would check them out uh the the first thing that caught me was the album cover art and it looks like it could be from like roadrunner records in like the 1990s when they were at their peak and uh it's eight songs it's 20 minutes long uh the band is called i believe you pronounce it harriet they're from united kingdom and the best way that i could describe this it's like uh, it's got female vocals some of it is instrumental but it's like if you put god flesh and deftones in a blender that's good and uh very explosive i mean like i said eight songs in 20 minutes so you're talking two and a half minutes per song, but uh, takes you for a ride. It's definitely one of those uh, definitely one of those bands that takes you for a ride.
0: Ah, Very cool. And once again, like I'm looking forward to, you know, once the episode sits for like a week, uh, you know, we'll all make our playlist. You know, we'll pick cool. two, we'll, we'll pick two songs from our top 10. So each each one of us will have like a 20 song playlist of these albums. So uh, Langan, give me number 10.
2: Uh, yeah, one thing I like about this list we're doing, I'm pretty unlike the movie one where I knew we'd have overlap. I'm pretty sure like there's gonna be very little overlap, so we should have like a we're,
0: we're gonna have zero overlap.
2: A, I'm thinking that might be because my my list was ended up pretty bizarre, all over the place. But um, but anyway, uh, my number ten is Adrian Casada, if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, an album called Jaguar Sound. He's a uh, he's the guitarist for a band called the Black Pumas.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, they're like You're, a yeah.
2: classic uh, R and B throwback, hip hop kind of thing to it. Um, I, I always describe like picture like you know like some of the Beastie Boys like instrumental eras. Like you could this record, like you could hear like Money Mark fucking up on it. Got like that kind of a vibe, very laid back, um, instrumental. But I would I would say it's like R and B, soul, and psychedelic. Back vibe to it and um it, it was really impressive it was great
0: you know black boom is one of those bands that every time i hear them i'm very impressed by them um i need to listen yeah. to to them a little bit more but every time i hear them i'm like oh this is a super unique take um so yeah totally. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna check that out uh my number 10 is so i squeezed in two eps because these two eps were really really good They were two of the best things that I heard this year. So I felt weird not including them. So I just tagged them in at the very end. Um, One is an EP by a band called Super Crush. I believe they're from California. It's called Melody Maker. It's literally like just super drag. It's just like they, they, they basically like the 90s a lot. You know, it's just like this like really hooky, cool stuff you know um not the biggest band at the moment but i, I feel like eventually they're definitely going to crush it um but just automatic like songs that sound familiar but they're not uh so super crush melody maker and then right next to that i'm going to put out my, uh talk about my favorite ep of the year by far the band tiger's jaw put out an ep called old clothes there's four songs on it and it's like <clears throat> you know it's a band that I like, I wish my band could play with because I feel like, you know, we're very, I'm very much in tune with like their sensibilities. The guy has such a great tone to his voice. Great melodies. The keyboards are great. Just super, super catchy. The last, uh, album, they, the full length I think came out last year it was amazing. This is just four songs. Unbelievably good. Very catchy. Uh, pop rockish, Like, um, like, uh, Indie rockish, like, Get Up Kids. I shouldn't even say Get Up, get up Kids. Just listen to it. Tiger's Jaw is just the best EP. It's just super pleasing to the ear. Something that you put on and you automatically remember. So. <clears throat> uh, Parker, number nine.
1: Number nine. So I had to sneak in uh, at least one synthwave band. And uh, definitely more mainstream. It's not really that dark. I mean, like, if you're going to tell somebody to check out this genre, this is definitely one that I would go with. And the band is Dance with the Dead. And the album is Driven to Madness. Uh, Released two really cool videos. I mean, these guys are all about horror. There's like zombies and skeletons all over these friggin' you know, sludge and hex video. Um, But if you like their previous stuff, you know, the last one was Love to Death. That came out in 2018. This is pretty much picking up where that's where that left off. I mean, it's not that dark. You could definitely hear this stuff on the radio this is definitely one of those bands that like if you're thinking about dipping your toe into the genre this is a perfect band to
2: do it
0: did you did you guys watch or did we talk about the the rise of the synth?
2: i didn't watch that yet i'm I'm gonna write that down i forgot oh my god it's so good that's on youtube right
0: uh i watched it on Screenbox, but i mean i'm sure okay i
2: still got that
0: i'm sure you could find it whatever um but it's uh parker did you watch it I didn't know.
1: I, I heard that you mentioned it, but I still
0: haven't gotten a it's, chance to watch it. It's like narrated by John Carpenter and they it's talk awesome. about nice. They basically it's like the, the 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 history of how the music started and where it is today.
2: Yeah, and the, the big oh, great.
0: oh, it's unbelievable. It's so good.
2: That's so. perfect because John Carpenter is like to yeah, that, yeah, like yeah. Black Sabbath is the metal. Oh, yeah. He's like oh, yeah. the granddaddy of it all. I actually I put a, I put a list of Top ten Synthways on the Facebook group, if anybody didn't see it. And that Dance with the Dead, I, I wanna say like Mark Schoenbach might have did a cover yes, with that. Yep. He yep. did, right? Okay. Yeah.
1: I I mean John Copper, I mean you I listen to, to that he
2: listen, makes great shit. You listen to
1: that uh that Halloween three soundtrack, you know. I mean the movie the movie. I I i I, mean, I was one of those people, oh god, there's no Michael Myers, so I'm not gonna watch it. But like I fucking love that movie now, man. Like that is always like a go-to Halloween movie for me. And uh, the soundtrack is fucking amazing. Some of his best work on Halloween 3.
0: That is some of his best work for sure. You
2: should have sat in last night. You could have yeah, had yeah, Sam's yeah. back when he brought up. Oh, Halloween 3. I'm thinking ha- of Halloween ends.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, you love that? Sermon? No, no. Halloween 3. We'll go with Halloween 3. Yeah, Halloween 3 is the best yeah. season of The Witch. That's the best score overall yeah, yeah. of all it. the series. Oh, 100%. But, listen,
0: so Halloween ends is technically Halloween 3 so the the soundtrack to Halloween ends one am my like I'm gonna make a separate list for best singles of the year, and that song um Johnny goth, come to me I, like I'll send it to both of you guys it's yeah. it's in the movie, it's so good i I mean I don't know if you remember the movie, but when they're riding around on the motorcycle, there's like this like oh really okay, okay. Yeah, it's a really cool synthwave song. It's fucking phenomenal, okay. Parker.
2: Really, real quick. Yeah. Uh, what, what was your? Did you like Halloween Ends? I don't know if I ever. Uh, what was your take on it before I, we go? I go,
1: Like I, I watched it when it premiered and uh, like the first night that it came streaming, and uh, I probably got to go back and watch it. I know. Uh, out, out, out of yeah, <laughs> out of out of all three, I think I put it probably one, three, two if I had to put it in order and people hate kills boy damn
0: kills is pretty tough to watch, man. It, yeah. It, yeah. You know, like I, it was
1: cool. It was cool that like Anthony Michael Hall came out of nowhere, but then I was just kind of like, was, yo, this was Sucks. It yeah, but I, but then I was like, yo, this kind of sucks now. Like this guy's acting is fucking
0: horrible. I will say this. Yeah. It's the best Halloween ends. I've said it before is the best of the three movies that, david gordon green put out. i don't know why
2: that's it's just, so sad it's just the, so sad
0: <laughs> but anyway let i digress it's, uh let's do number... i don't want to
2: digress too much but i had to ask parker but my number nine um, number nine is uh ghosts and Pira, imperia um
0: ghosts whenever
2: they put something out oh is it no it, it always makes um i mean i can wait to speak on it though so, because i no. want you to do out i'll, I, I'll I was, just say real quick i was just kidding. every time they put a record out it makes my list oh you're getting Yeah, kidding. You were a kid? Okay, okay. Um, I love this band. I love uh, the hooks. I think they're great songwriters. I love the voice. I love the chick. I love how upset metal fans get about whether they're metal or not. Like, it fucking matters whatsoever. It's great rock and roll. You always bring up the thing about the heavy metal Kansas. um, And nothing could be more happy about this. I love it
0: yeah i mean you know when tobias said that on an interview he said i wanted to be the satanic kansas once i yes. felt i felt like i was i was able to let go of that hatred or not hatred but like like a dismissiveness of them um to where i'm like okay that was your goal then you, you kind of hit it like you nailed it you know it
2: really just stems down to the. But- Image and the music didn't match up for metalheads, and they short circuited. And I am a metal head, but God damn, some of the stupidity that goes on with that parent shit. I can't, I'm about to unsubscribe from like loud wire blabber mouth and everything in my feed.
0: I, uh, <laughs> I, I did once they started like uh, going for like clickbait stuff and listen, at the end of the yeah, day, at the, end of the, at the end of the day, that's the climate that we live in. You're, you know, you want people to click because if you're sitting somewhere at a job and you're looking at your paycheck and you're like, Hey, we need Mm -hmm. to compete with these people. We need to get people angry. I get it. That's your job. Now it's just, it's up to normal people to decipher that and be like, Hey, I don't, I'm not going to engage in this stupidity, which is obvious clickbait. But so I I got rid of that stuff, but right. Ghost ghost is weird. The, the, my two favorite songs of theirs, you know, um, they put out the single, the Satanic Panic single, where it's like Mariana Cross and Kiss the Goat, where they sounded like a 60s psych rock right. band and anything like it was almost yeah. like they decided to be a different band for like a single. And then they went back to whatever they were doing. But anyway, uh, so my number nine yeah. is, is a band that um, Ron Grimaldi hit me to Um he one day he sent me something that sounded he's like, you, you'd you like this. It sounds like Sam. I am and Husker do. And I forget they're from like maybe like the Netherlands. They're from like maybe Sweden. And uh, it's Sweet Teeth. And the album is called High Anxiety. And when I listened to it, I was like, this sounds exactly like what they were going for, which is like old replacements, old Sam. I am old Husker do. Uh, very Bob mold influenced and it just blew me away, you know, and like Mm. they're, they're not the biggest band. They have like, you know, maybe like 1100 followers on Spotify, you know, but, but I feel like, uh, maybe they'll break through this year, you know, because this record is just really that good and it seems to be getting some sort of response. Um, but if you miss, you know, old like fuzz fuzzy guitar, like, uh, like, definitely like Husker Do, Bob Mould stuff, Sweet Teeth, High Anxiety, big thumbs up. Uh, Parker, number nice. eight.
1: Number eight, I'm dropping uh, dropping a band from Long Island that both of you mentioned, Extinction AD, Culture of Violence. So, uh, yeah. yeah, they finally, I think they're right on the tip. I mean, you know, Mastic, Culture of Violence, 1992, all these songs definitely stepped, uh, you know, forward from the last album and i mean just workhorses i mean he you know rick always talks about i'm never going to retire you know i'm going to keep doing this they already have you know shows set up for 2023 they're doing fucking diamond dynamo next year which will be fucking huge for them i mean that's that's the crowd that that band needs to play to and uh and i think the sky's the limit with that fucking band
0: you know, what I, I love about him is what I wish I could do, which is he's he's out there, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I, I have the same mind frame, but like, I'm a local guy. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Beyond, I'm not going anywhere beyond New Jersey, you know, but it's like I will be doing this by myself or with a band till I am till I drop dead. So good. Good for Rick and the and the boys. Uh, yeah, so number eight.
2: I love that they bring in the word mastic to the masses to <laughs> represent. That is true. Long Island. Yep. Number. Eight. Oh, I'm up. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, my number eight is a band called Elder. And the song, the album is Innate Passage. Um, this is like their seventh record or so they've been around. And they're in Massachusetts. And, uh, the, the stoner, psychedelic uh subgenre or whatnot, which is a very uh overpacked genre. There's a lot of bands like that, but these guys just really get it. Uh not a singles based record. really like a whole piece. It's got uh like like a dark side of the moon. they say you got you put it on from start to finish. You don't pop on one song to go to the station because Sam Sam, you know it's kryptonite to Sam, but they got like a Minute, I know you're not a fan of that <laughs> that kind of shit, but uh, uh, it's very long, epic, uh, heavy psychedelic on a rock, uh, a '70s meets Kaya's kind of way.
0: I love That's that stuff. Quick. I yeah. do. I you know sometimes the song lengths whatever, but you know there there is that that generation of bands that like listen to Black Sabbath number four, and they're like, "This is what I want to do for the rest of my life." You know? Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, my number eight, uh, up from Canada. Uh, anytime this band, Pup, puts out a record, it seems to make uh, my top ten list. These guys are really good songwriters. Uh, very, like, very smart, uh, very catchy, heavy when they want to be. They put out a record called The Unraveling of Pup the Band. Um and uh songs like Robot Writes a Love Song, which I think might have been the first single from it. Just really good, man. Like if if you're into like really catchy punk rock that that's like abrasive, but has like it's like super smart in the songwriting, uh super gifted in like the playing. The playing is pretty common like like the leads and all this stuff are very unconventional um but then it has these like really good pop sensibilities so to me it's like the best of all the world so pop is my number 8 album of the year uh so parker number 7
1: all right so number 7 so this was kind of a an odd one for me so it's funny so this guy was in a bunch of bands and i liked everything but the band that kind of got him famous so I love this band called Killer Be Killed that he was in. He did this band called The Black Queen, which I loved. He actually uh, did a song with Carpenter Brute on their last album. So I'm talking about Greg Pucciato, and he got, you know, known for being the singer of this band called The Dillinger Escape Plan. And I think that I am probably the only person on earth that didn't like this band. Probably Dillinger Escape Plan and Shy Halud. I get the most fucking backlash. I got your f- back on that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Live show, live <laughs> show for Dillinger all day long. I love watching guys fucking breathing fire that's, you know, not in kiss like the next guy. But just uh, I just couldn't get into it. So anyway, so this guy puts out a solo record called Mirror Cell. And uh and I loved it. And it's uh, it's very like, you know, there's definitely, you know, hints of synth wave. There's definitely, uh, you know, elements of Alice in Chains. The guy, he's got a great voice, this guy. This guy is one of those, you know, like I always I always say, like, I fucking hate somebody like Trent Reznor and no. Dave Grohl because because they could just walk into a studio by themselves and just record everything. They could play every instrument. They could re- record everything. And this guy could do the same thing. Um, you know, he just, you know, last year he was on the road with Jera Cantrell. You know, so like I said, hints of Alice in Chains, obviously. And uh, already next year, I mean, he's on all these friggin' big festivals with, you know, pretty big bands. Like he's playing with like Slipknot and Incubus and, you know, a bunch of metal tours. But uh, definitely check it out. I mean, if you were a Dillinger fan, if you aren't a Dillinger fan, I think both, you know, sides are going to enjoy this.
0: Yeah, very cool. I've been meaning to check that out. I know a lot of people have this album in their best of the year. And I know that he's he went. It's real good. He went a completely different direction, which is cool because Dillinger, like, you know, you could only go so far um, with that music. And, you know, they did exactly, you know, what they could do with it. And, uh, you know, so this is this is his new his new start. So good for him. Uh, So Langan, number seven.
2: Uh, my number seven is a band called Star Crawler. The album's called She Said. Okay. Um, very um, straight up LA gutter rock and roll 70s vibe to it. Really throwback stuff. Think um, heavy. You know, they get a lot of runaways comparisons, which they do. You know, they got the female singer, but also the band does sound like uh, some Ramones vibe. I hear some. I hear some uh, New York Dolls that gives you an, uh, a vibe um, like I said this is the third album uh, the singer Arrow DeWa- DeWild I believe the name is uh, she's just a, a born rock star like she gives off rock star vibes like a motherfucker it's, it's got great hooks though great pop sensibilities to the rock and it's I mean.
0: okay yeah I know uh, Howie Abrams had that album he just put out his uh, best albums of the year, and that was on there. And I, as soon mm-hmm. as I saw like the album cover, I was like, oh, should have been meaning to check that out. Because I feel like a few people had pushed that. And uh, Howie, who was on the show, I mean, killer conversation always, um, is, uh, you know, I, I always pay attention to the stuff he posts. Um, okay, so my number seven is a band, speaking of Alice in Chains, uh, Soul Blind feel it all around. Wow. What a goddamn fuck. Do you like, have you guys heard this band yet? I know the name. Wow. Okay. No. So it's like quicksand meets Alice in chains. Um, it's really, really good. Like, just kind of blew me away. Like the production too, it sounds huge. Uh, and they're, they're definitely on their way to, to being something special. And this album is the catalyst for sure. But it's I know that I feel like the singer, if I remember correctly, he works at Irving Plaza and somebody was like, hey, man, your band sounds like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I thought we sounded like Alice in Chains because that's what I love. (laughs) I think I think that was like a loose quote, I'm I'm pretty sure. And when you hear it, like uh, the harmonies, the darkness, but also like it has that you know, you could even hear some handsome in there and some quick some like some Oh man if,
1: handsome, nice. All right, so
0: so they're from from New York. So they, they have that, you know, New York post-hardcore sound oh, to them. I love it. But goddamn, soul blind, feel it all around. If any of these bands that I mentioned, um, you know, give you a boner, then please check this out because this is is going to be uh you know remembered f- for this year for sure. Uh all right, Parker, uh Parker number six.
1: Number six. So I first found this band, funny enough, when I did that stint in Michigan. What was that? Episode number two, I think we did. Uh, My fucking one. When I moved to Michigan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm saying when I moved to Michigan, what what episode was that of the podcast? I think that was like two or three.
0: No, I must have. Was it? Maybe it was.
1: Yeah. So backtrack to that. Anyway, so I was in a local record store and I'm looking through uh, stuff. And I pick up this album and I'm like, oh, my like, cool. I'm like, this looks pretty cool. And I flip it to the back and I see that uh, it's on EVR. So that's cool. And then I see that it has uh, members of Bane and Drowning Man. So I'm like, oh, cool. I like both of these bands. And uh, the band was called Silent Drive. And they put out an album back in 2004 called Love is Worth It. And uh, I loved it because it sounded like neither of those bands. So Zach Jordan from Bane, he plays guitar in Bane, but he sings for this uh dave Joyle, who plays drums in drowning man is an absolute beast and uh side note he actually tried out for this is hell back in the day and rick rick told me a funny story about that so this band you know because of bane and because of all these other bands that they were part of didn't really get a chance to tour record yada yada because this was kind of like this was kind of like the bastard son it was like the side project so bane finally decided to call it a day uh Drowning Man now is kind of starting to do stuff. So Silent Drive out of nowhere releases this album called Fairhaven this year. First album since 2004. And uh, it's great. It's just like a straight rock album. This guy, you know, this is Zach Jordan. He's got a very unique voice, um, you know, does backups in vain, But this, this definitely brings him to the forefront. And uh, I don't know. I can't really say anything else about it. It's just a straight up rock record, heavy melodies, great guitar work. There are four piece, so very I cool. Love it. Check. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Bane is a very beloved band. I I don't really know too much of them, but I know that they have a humongous fan base.
1: Yes, yeah, oh yeah.
0: Every time I see clips of their shows, I'm like, you know, sometimes you're like, oh wow, I wish I I yeah. can, <laughs> I wish I was there because it looked like a yeah, lot yeah. Their
1: their documentary is actually streaming on Tubi right now.
2: So
0: okay, yeah, 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 yeah um so Langan number six is it i don't even know six.
2: yes number six uh i have brutus um yeah in life um do you have that also no so, later or no okay so,
0: I yeah we, we have a total delay but uh i didn't get, i only heard the single and i totally should have listened to the full record but because i uh, i'm i'm sure it would have made my list but it didn't so go ahead
2: Yeah, they were dropping like singles every now and then, stuff like that. Sometimes you got to keep checking if the when the record comes out. But man, um, they're a post-hardcore group from Belgium. Uh, The drummer Stephanie Mannertz, I believe her last name is. She, uh, I mean, you talk about singing with like emotion. I mean, her her voice is amazing. I mean, it really emotes more than. anybody out there right now it's just it's incredible it really hooks you in it's just passion defined and you haven't heard them they're like well obviously uh post-hardcore like i said like a heavy and in, in, in terms but a very emotional uh but heavy band and i i look forward to like a long career for as i get a feeling i don't know
0: yeah um so i'm glad you mentioned it because I heard the song dust and the, the, from the new record mm. and it just, it blew me away. You know, I watched some of the live performances, yeah. super unique. Uh, you know, she sings from the drums, which is crazy. Uh, you know, to have that much yeah. power, but then maybe it's easier to have that power as you're banging away at shit. Um, but it's one of those albums that I have to check out. I, I, I and I know if I would have listened to the whole thing this year, it definitely would have made it my list. So I'm glad you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Um so my, cool. number si- my number six is one of my favorite live artists of all time, Frank Turner. Um, you know, once again, anytime he puts out an album, I'm just there. Anytime he plays a show, it's just really, really good songwriting. So he put out a record called FTHC, which Frank Turner, hardcore, is, is pretty much always what he refers to himself as. He's an old hardcore guy. You know, so uh, the music is a little different. So it's hardcore, uh, but always true to to where he came from, you know, with Million Dead and a bunch of that other shit. But uh, so this record in particular, there's a song called Miranda, which I thought was like super unique where you listen to it. His dad is like um, they never had a good relationship. And then one day his dad came out and, and, and tra- uh, transitioned into a woman and named himself Miranda. And then they. Um, they kind of like fixed their relationship. Cause I guess his dad was always like an angry drunk until he turned into this person. And it's a pretty like unique song. And when you listen to it, it's like pretty touching that uh, the person that his dad, you know, turned into or always wanted to be is, is I guess a line, like, I, I guess they get along better. So it's very, super touching. Uh, and another song called a wave across the bay, which is, one of the best songs on the record is also about a, uh, a friend of his that uh, took his own life. Super heavy stuff, but just you know, very melodic, very, uh, very catchy as usual. So, um, so here we are, top five albums of the year. Parker, give me number five.
1: Number five, I went with a band from uh, Chicago, Three Piece. Been around since two thousand and six, and I've always known the name. I don't know if it's just I haven't given them a chance or whatever the deal was, but I decided to give this album a chance and uh fucking blew me away. So the band's called Russian Circles and the uh the album is mm-hmm. Gnosis. And uh, you know, X botch. You had me at X botch right there. So I mean going back to Dillinger, Botch was always my favorite out of that always, you know, the chaotic scene, you know, which was probably comprised of botch, Dillinger, Coalesce, Converge, yeah. you know, yep. bands like that botch always i mean i saw botch you know in belmore on a wednesday night i think there was 13 people there and they had this fucking crazy light show like they were playing the garden and that's one thing that i always liked about that band they just gave it their all but this band russian circles it's a three-piece like i said and it just sounds huge you know you're like oh there's got to be like five six guys in this band right now it's a three-piece um you know, they're already set, you know, to go to Europe next year with uh with this other band that I did called Cota Luna. They're doing uh they're doing like a two week run with them. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't even know what to say about this band. They're they're a force. That's the best thing that I could say. It's a three piece, but it sounds like it's a much bigger band. So they definitely can hold their own and play their instruments.
0: Yeah, I mean, Botch is definitely it's funny, the bands that you mentioned for sure, because I feel like they're very aligned to Sky Came Falling. You know, they're from like mm. that, uni- that universe for sure when I think yeah. of those bands that's who I think of um did you check out the new botch song by any chance
1: oh yeah 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 well I mean that that's that's one of those bands that just can do no wrong in my eyes you know whatever whatever they want to do I'm coming with them yeah
0: um okay cool sounds good I gotta check that out i it, coincidentally I read about Russian circles yesterday uh, yeah. so it's funny that you <laughs> mention it and uh so all right and number... they have a
2: great i am just thinking, I had Russian circles like i I'm, I'm... I've listened to them for a long time. I didn't even know they put something out this year. So, but I got to go back and their whole body of work is outstanding. If you're in, you know, some people have instrumental, they don't listen to all instrumental, these bands, but like, uh, they do. Uh, but my number five, I got, uh, Psycho, violate reality is the name of the album. Um, or Belgian trio, as well, just like Brutus, actually has Stephanie uh, guests on one of their songs. But um, they, uh, I think, they have about four EPs, maybe. And I think this might be their third full length. So they've been around for a little bit. But I would say, if you're a fan of uh, heavy in the vein of like a Mastodon or more or or Baroness, more specifically, this is definitely. If you're a Baroness fan, this will be up your alley. Great melodies, great hooks, great vocals. And when they crank it up, it's it's crushing. It's uh it's really good stuff. They're, they've been very consistent all their releases.
0: I gotta check that out. You had me at Baroness for sure. Mm. Uh, I can't wait. I'm sure their new album should be out uh, you know, in 23. Yeah. So uh my number what are we up to? Fucking five. Okay, yeah. My number five, five. Is, is one of my favorite bands you know, growing up, I remember my friends were very much into hardcore. Uh, I stumbled across this album called gentlemen by the Afghan Whigs. 30 years later, this band still manages to make amazing music. They put out this record called how do you burn? And, uh, you know, Greg Dooley just manages to continuously like make these great songs with, with, uh, whoever's in the band now. And, uh, I mean, the getaway, catch a cult, like it. It's just somebody compared it to the nineteen sixty-five album, and it does have like some of some of that tone, uh, which was the album that they put out before they took the hiatus, which I really wasn't that that into. But I got to go back to I was more into gentlemen and black love, but uh, I mean, just like top-notch fucking songwriting. Um, a line of shots is another really good one. So if you didn't remember that the afghan wigs put out a new record and you're a fan definitely go back because this is definitely one of their best albums in their catalog so uh parker number four
1: number four i think Langan mentioned this band i don't know if it's on his list but i was just like i was like i'll check this band out so So I look at the cover of the album and the first thing that pops into my head, I was like, oh, I was like, this looks like that that video game Red Dead Redemption from like, I don't know if it was like PlayStation or Xbox or whatever. And uh, so then I read a review of this band and it says, think Slayer and Pantera getting into a bar fight while gunslingers battle a demonic entity. And I was like, yo, I'm sold. So the band is called spirit world and the album is death Western. And, uh, man, what a kick in the teeth. That's the best thing that I could say about this band. Like, uh, I watched all the videos that they put out relic of damnation, death Western. And they did, uh, they did a song with the singer of integrity. Who's one of the fucking angriest fucking human beings on earth. And, uh, it's great. It reminded me of like when Slayer did like the Repentless trilogy. That's yeah. kind of what these videos, that's kind of what these videos did. It, it was kind of like a, an inter- intertwined movie. Uh, I don't know how they didn't bankrupt century media. Cause it looked great, you know? So I'm sure that the budget was probably pretty high, but uh, man, angry fucking band. And I, and I love how they dress. It's like fucking four guys in like cowboy hats. I'm like, this is amazing playing this type of music. It's amazing
0: like like a raging slab almost but um, yeah exactly <laughs> no <laughs> but anyway speaking of the repentless trilogy shout out to our former guest uh um uh, fucking uh bj McDon- bj mcdonald who did studio 666 this year which was a really fun movie and he did the the three slayer videos um you know it just reminded me that as you brought that up because he did such a really good job with that uh i got to check you know the videos out if if you say they're they're that outrageous and it's amazing when you think of like technology like i've seen like our my buddy mikey stack sent me a video the other day and it's a band i've never heard of and their video looked like a million dollars you know what i mean like it's just like mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter it's like if you know someone and they're really good with something they make something look so fucking good so that that's a lot of fun um all right, cool. So that, you can uh, do
2: a lot more with a dollar nowadays, you know, with technology.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so we have such a
2: bad lag. I'm trying to.
0: We do. Yeah. Number four.
2: My number four is a band called Wet Leg, um, self-titled Wet Leg, um, which are probably gonna be a lot of people's end of the year list. Um, they're a British indie rock duo. These two girls. Um, Bringing back a heavy 90s alternative vibe with it's basically like you know, I could have I could have Dave Kendall announcing this video with yeah. the hip clip of the week or whatever on MTV back in the day, but uh, great sense of humor, super fun, super catchy. Um, they have a like there's a heavy strokes, white stripes. Some violent femmes kind of influence a lot of Jack. I hear a lot of Jack White influence in a lot of these new alternative bands. Not a bad thing. Makes sense for the age of what they are coming up. Favorite. If you're checking them out, the whole album's great. But um, they put out. You know, one of the sometimes the Spotify singles people will drop. Like it's not on the record, but a song called Daisy. If you like the album already and you haven't heard the song Daisy, that might be my favorite track I've heard of them. For like lounge and some of the other catchier ones, a on uh, like.
0: Very cool. Um, all right, so you know, going back to my theme, like I was saying, like yeah, bands that have been around forever releasing new music. This is one of those bands that release something very, very good. Probably their best in, I don't know how long it's been. You know, they they uh, Hot Water Music always releases quality albums, but I feel like they really nailed it on this one. They sounded extra hungry. So they put out a record called Feel the Void um, with songs like Killing Time and uh, my favorite Collect Your Things and Run. It's, uh, you know, it's everything that you wanted from like um your favorite hot water music albums all in one. And uh, it's fucking fantastic, man. Just like really smart punk writing, really cool guitars and uh, some heartfelt uh vocals and melodies to go with it so hot water music Feel the void number four all right so top three uh parker number three so
1: number three i went with uh this hardcore band that i never really heard of but uh everybody always says you know oh you know they have a 90s sound 90s sound 90s sound this band actually does have a 90s sound which is probably why they roped me in um the band's called foreign hands and they sound a lot like how that band hopes fall used to sound with the old singer when they did like no wings to speak of when they did the four song uh a lot of singing a lot of you know singing screaming duo a la scott came falling again uh big breakdowns Paid five six has a bunch of uh great live performances from these guys They've already released like three, I think three videos. I'm not really sure where they're from, but if you like nineties sounding hardcore, like let's just say like ninety-seven through ninety-nine, foreign hands. This band hits it. Very cool.
0: Very cool. Uh Langan, number three. My
2: number three is uh Meshuggah's Immutable. Um that might have been your number one, Sam. I don't I hope I'm not stepping on you. Um uh, <laughs> uh, this is Meshuggah's ninth album, which is a long trek for this band. I, who you either love them or you hate them, and in fact, completely get. But uh, I think they're one of the most original and interesting bands, metal or has been in metal for quite some time. Um, it's, uh, it's Frederick Thornendahl's guitar i love that he plays these jazz solos over it everything uh basically the guitars and drums match up with the drummer's feet what he's doing up top is kind of what the audience is listening to but i've when the result of it even with the bizarre time signatures i i think they're one of the most best groove bands that you wouldn't think of as a groove band traditionally you hear that term but uh if you can get into it and really appreciate what these guys are doing, they're just unbelievable. And and Thomas Hockey, if I'm pronouncing his last name right. Beast. Fucking beast. Ability. Yeah. I, everything they put out interests me. So that's my number three.
0: Okay. Very cool. Um, so number three, for me, um, a while ago, i went to go see the band nothing they played um uh, a uh amityville music hall they had this kid from california on tour with them called tony molina i was like who the fuck is this guy and then i listened to his set with his band pretty blown away i was like who this kid looked like he was like like a young fucking kid but he's playing music that sounded like um uh, Teenage fan club meets like the Yardbirds meets like Elliot Smith meets like, it's just this really, like, if you talk to him, he sounds like a skateboarder from like Oakland. He was on the podcast for, um, turned out a punk and he's interesting kid, you know, and he was talking about, he's like, yeah, he's like my parents grew up listening to Nirvana and red hot chili peppers. I'm like, Holy shit. Me too. (laughs) I'm thinking like, how old is this kid? (laughs) You know? And, uh, he flipped it man he just he put out an album called um uh what's it called in the fade and it it's it's 14 songs 18 minutes long and he, it's it's just like melody and harmonies and the music like you hear it it's just it's like we are pan- all
2: set let's go
0: make is- a u-turn sorry Oh, okay. phone <laughs> just, just went off. I was like, what the fuck just happened?
2: <laughs> My GPS just went off. I gotta go somewhere later. I, I, thought, no I, right. thought,
0: I thought I was having a stroke. I was like, Am I dying?
2: <laughs> the COVID fever dream.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah, but listen, it, it's just really good indie rock music. Uh 14 songs, 18 minutes. So it's just unbelievably good. I I could like if you're into Elliot Smith and Teenage Fan Club. And like weird like uh almost like pet sounds type you know sixties uh, music this album is yeah you know you will not be disappointed so um okay number two Parker
1: uh number two you mentioned it was actually one of your uh honorable mentions and it just came out recently it's only six songs and it's the new crosses uh permanent radiant uh I love Deftones. tones, I love far you put the fucking two main guys in there together how could you not like it? I mean, the best way to wrap this up is Deftones meets Depeche Mode. That's what I think that they're kind of going for here.
0: And uh, Sensation is the best song that I feel like they've ever written, which is the opening. Yeah, song. I mean,
1: it's this is another band that I could see that just whatever you want to do, I'm just going to come for the ride. You know, I've lo- I've loved everything that they've done so far.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, so "Laying" number two.
2: Uh, my number two is Sometimes Why by uh, Yellow Wolf and Shooter Jennings.
0: Wow. Um, this- wow. Okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I did, you know, I knew that they were doing a project together. And it uh-huh. made, it made sense. I just never listened to it. I think Yellow Wolf is amazing. I think Yellow Wolf as an MC is unbelievably underappreciated. Um, and Shooter is you know uh, is great. I think was he in Superjoint Ritual or, or something. Um, so the two yeah. doing the project together. I, I didn't listen to it, so it's it's if you like it that much, I'm gonna have to check it out.
2: Yeah, well, like you said, like you know, he doesn't just dabble in hip hop. This guy could spit. He's legit. It's not. This isn't Kid Rock, like you know what I mean. Like this guy, this guy's the real deal. Yeah. And uh, it, it, the album checks a lot of boxes. There's there's a little uh, hip y part to it, I believe in one of the songs and stuff, but more it's a rock country americana that kind of new americana um but god great you're gonna love it i mean there's just such great hooky stuff that would belong on any radio station in the world like that and uh it's recorded so well um i was blown away by how much i liked it. It, it it i was surprised but when i heard it it was instantly hooky and i knew it was gonna make an appearance on like my list by the end of the year but wow. i can't say enough
0: yeah i'm gonna check that out i mean i i uh when people have an ear for stuff, which those two guys do, uh, and they try mm-hmm. something different. So, uh, you know, and I'm, a, you know, I'm an Americana guy. So for sure. Uh, my number two. Guy,
2: make me a believer in radio. I the two favorite tracks on it. I'll Hit those it up. up. Yep. Uh,
0: my number two and my number one were fighting back and forth, you know, very interchangeable. But Ways Away had my favorite rock album of 2020. So, you know i'm going to let them have number 2 this year um it's sergey from the band sam i am who was a, a guest on the show as well um he put out this album with his newer band this is their second full length um and it's fucking just perfect it's 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 you know for the style of music that i grew up on loving and that i write uh this is like um this is church you know Uh, Songs like I'm Not Laughing With You, Nevermind The Dog. Uh, Everything on here is just fucking fantastic. 11 songs, you know, 11 songs, 37 minutes. That's perfect. Everything is just a got like humongous hook. Um, You know, if you like the first Ways Away record, this is right on par. And uh, I know that they just did a split with our uh, our buddies uh, in Iron Cheek. So that's pretty cool, too uh all right cool so that's it number one man let's do it parker
1: number one floor right, punch so, yeah so this uh this band fucking has changed their style probably about three different times so far and uh it's one of those bands like i said in the past i'm i'm just here for the ride whatever you guys want to do so this was their seventh studio album came out in may and uh this is my favorite since antenna if oh, you know what yeah, I'm, yeah, yep, you know yep. I'm if you know yep. where i'm going with this so kurt Ballou, converge recorded this at god city does great work 71 minutes long this wow. album and uh, it's definitely more this album is more like a sludge stoner rock progressive than anything that they've done uh, It's the first one to feature Nate from Converge taking over bass after Caleb passed away. And the album is Heavy Pendulum by one of my favorite bands called Caven.
0: You know, I, I wish I would have gotten a chance to get more into it because I like new reality. um, And I just never went back to it. But uh, I love, like you said, Antenna. I mean yeah. that, that album's perfect. And and they did a record called pitch uh perfect uh perfect pitch black after yes. after antenna, which yes. they really did do kind of like a Queens of the Stone Age meets Caven type thing. Mm-hmm. So, so I feel like they were on their way to uh whatever this album is. So um I'm glad you mentioned it because I it just reminds me to to check it out. Um okay, cool. So Langan number one.
2: Oh, I, I also I wanted to ask Parker too because he wouldn't be on the show. Parker, what, your number one film and number one series of the year. Before I forget,
1: uh, I actually have two. <laughs> number one movie is X by far. Okay. Yeah. I've okay. Loved it. Loved it. Um, you know, honorable mention though is I saw saw it on Tubi. What a surprise! Huh. They made they made a documentary called Golden Error. On the video game GoldenEye. So I was wow. like, addicted. yeah. So I was, <laughs> yeah. I was addicted to the video game GoldenEye, especially when I was on tour and Sky Came Falling. Like, all we would do was like play that fucking game in the bus for like long car rides. Um, as far as TV, probably the series All of Us Are Dead, which was like an Asian zombie show. Okay. But then honorable mention I gotta go with uh, the last season of the boys so mm-hmm. I had started I had started the boys when it first came out and I kind of fell off track but then when the last season came out I was like, you know what let me just start this whole thing all over again and I loved it. How about Dahmer. Dahmer? Dahmer was great, too. Sorry. I had I, to I shout out Dahmer as well.
0: How about that uh, superhero orgy, though? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, that last season was freaking crazy, yeah, man. Yeah. It was, you know, a shout, shout out to uh shout out to Chris Nolte. He told me that it was going to be a crazy ride that season. So and it definitely was.
0: So if you liked X, which was it, it, X was my, my number 10 movie of the year. Uh, what did you watch Pearl?
1: Not yet, not yet. Because I had only seen X. Funny enough, maybe a month ago I finally caught it. So I'm behind on everything.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. Because it's I I threw it in at number ten, like as a duo. X. Okay. Very different. Very, very different. No, very pearl is very different. Okay. Okay. So okay, cool. Uh, let's do number one. Yeah,
2: had to get that in. Sorry. And sorry to anyone listening, if the lag is too bad. It's so bothering me, but I'm hoping uh I'm trying to pick my moments in here. But uh, my number one, I'm pretty confident. What I was going to mention, it's uh, a girl named Kate Clover. Um, the album is called Bleed Your Heart Out. Uh, she's an L.A. singer-songwriter, but in a punk vein. Uh, amazing, hooky, punk, pop sensibility. She's got like a cool mod style to her just uh um like a 60s look with a kim gordon kind of cool to her but she writes just you know very like ramon songs like really hooky instantly catchy the second i i heard this album i loved every song on it and i knew just like we were i said everything everywhere all at once was my bar and films when i heard it like someone topped this i knew i loved this and i had to hear everything uh else by her it just it's 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 it, it's something i'm always in the mood for a lot of bands are like i'm gonna be in the mood for me sugar you know to put that on and this and that this is always puts me in a good mood it's always instantly catchy and it's just it, it's perfectly recorded the tone on the guitars is amazing i just came out of nowhere for me kate clover good person to keep your eye on
0: you getting soft in your old age if that's your number I'm one truck. it's
2: it's uh <laughs> I'm going through male menopause.
0: <laughs> so it, uh, I got to check that out. If, if it's your number one, it, it definitely. Um, it, the only crossover we had was me and Parker had crosses. So that's yeah. pretty cool. So here. Yeah, that's awesome. You want to talk about bar. When I heard this album immediately from beginning, from the first song to the last song, I'm like, okay, this is the bar and no one went past the bar. You know, uh, came out in June. So you had albums before. You had albums after. The Ways Away album was obviously close, but th- this was the one. Uh, Billy Howardell, which is a guitar player from uh, a Perfect Circle, put out a solo album called What Normal Was, and it's literally the best Depeche Mode album that they never made. Ah. It it's fucking unbelievable. Like Crosses is cool. <laughs> this. Crushes whatever whatever cr- Crosses is trying to do, which sometimes sounds like recycled Deftones lyrics, you know. Like, uh, and that's fine. Like, uh, not lyrics. I mean melodies. I, I feel like uh, sometimes Chino repeats himself on stuff. This, I mean, selfish hearts. Annie, uh, the uh, beautiful mistake. Like, like this whole. There's ten songs on this, and it's the album that i heard that i was like this is the one this is the best album this is the bar and i always thought a perfect circle was fantastic because of the songwriting and he is the songwriter so it makes sense and and it's it's a very different i guess like you know it's it's not as like um doesn't seem like very rock based it's very synth based but it still has like those like chords behind it uh and i'm pretty blown away by the songwriting on this it's it's unbelievable i could not like if you're into dark wave synth wave if you like the pesh mode if you like you know like you know gothy shit like that man it's just this is the album for you 100 10 songs
2: can't i remember when it came out i remember when it came out you had posted about it. that's where i heard it from that you were like i can't believe this is the album of the year or something yeah. Yeah. I think you said it way back, right? When, I, I think that. I think I did with that
1: what you did with Cave and I heard it, I listened to it. I'm like, oh my, like, this is cool. Then just other shit came out and I never went back. Yeah. But what I did here, I did really like.
0: It's you know, for the stuff that we we have common th- you know, like if we if we were a Venn diagram, right? right now which we kind of are you know um this is definitely this is definitely in the middle for us i feel like all three yeah, of us would yeah. really appreciate this record um, totally just, just 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 when when we get off go listen to beautiful mistake and be like whoa okay yeah.
2: um
0: cool so that's it best rock albums of oh,
2: parker what's your best hip-hop record of the year
0: <laughs> I, think, I think fucking
1: naughty by nature just fucking put something out. There you go. <laughs> I It's, it's it. a fucking it's a honorable mention to Snow, though. I think Snow just fucking dropped the new track. Oh, my
2: God. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Big up.
0: You should have stopped at Naughty by Nature. This is all awesome. I'm sorry.
1: What about TLC? Does TLC count? Or no? uh,
0: one of them's dead, so probably not. Yeah,
1: fucking left eye, fucking rest in peace. RIP.
0: Right, um, <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. So I guess that's it. We got your favorite movie and TV show. Uh, yeah, hip-hop record we have your rock record we're, we're situated so um listen yeah go, go, go eat some cookies i'm ready man right, yeah guys. come
2: back on for the next catch-up episode awesome we're gonna do, do for that one awesome
0: all right later guys all right.
2: Bye. Bye guys. Guys.